Hi, it's Alyssa Sequoia here. Welcome, and thank you so much for joining me. I've named this the Let It Flow Show. I'll be sharing stories, experiences, thoughts, and ideas, and just whatever flows through in the moment. So please sit back, relax, and enjoy. And now it's time for the Let It Flow Show. Yesterday I did some baking. I've been eating the same thing for months and I was exhausted. I haven't been sleeping so great because I got this itchy thing going on on my face. I believe it started out from poison ivy and then it kind of morphed into something else. Oh my God. Just, it was torture being up for weeks with this ferocious itch on my face, no less. (laughs) And the funny thing is there was nothing there. My skin looked absolutely beautiful, except that I wanted to tear it off. So the whole thing made no sense. However, it is what it is. You know, the battery, the battery, what is a battery? I've never, never heard of anything like that in my life. That's a whole new word. The body is a mysterious thing. all the way to Valentine's Day. I'm walking in my park with my husband and I'm noticing all the trees that have been cut. And due to the change of climate, a lot of trees have really suffered the consequence and died. So in my park that I love to be in, it's just my sanctuary, my temple, there's the sound of chainsaws, buzzsaws, and trees coming down. And it was just like disturbing. And I'm seeing tree stumps everywhere, which is not what I want to see in my park. So I see the guy who's the head of groundskeeping there. And I stopped him. I flagged him down in his truck. And I was like, hey, listen, do you have a budget for purchasing and planting new trees for the park? that are indigenous, that are native. Number one, because there's so many invasive species going on. And I don't know if any of you know what tree of heaven is. It's an invasive species out of China. Hmm. Anyway, it's it's just gone around the planet like wildfire. And it's really good if you look it up and you know what tree of heaven looks like because it's so invasive and it kills the native indigenous trees and plants. 
And the spotted lantern, uh, which is now a new invasive species of insect out of China, hmm, uh, they thrive on Tree of Heaven. It's this just very ominous-looking, growing... I don't even know if it's a tree. It grows into a tree, but it grows fast. And it's got these kind of wicked-looking fronds. And it causes respiratory issues and allergens in people. So please look it up and get rid of it when you see it. Pull it from the ground, chop it down, do what you got to do. Listen, I'm a tree hugger, tree lover, but this is, this is a bad thing. And, you know, listen, I'm no arborist, but I see it. I see it all over the place and it upsets me. I'll be watching Top Chef, for example, in this, you know, really expensive Airbnb mansion type place in London. And they'll be filming a scene at the, at, at the house they're at and I'll see Tree of Heaven growing all along the, the, the border, all along the perimeter of the house. Like, really? You don't know what that is? And then there's another cooking show taking place in Tuscany, in Italy, at this stunning, stunning, this beautiful mansion, old, Italian. And and they'll be filming scenes outside. You know, Alex Gornicelli is one of the judges, of course. And there's Tree of Heaven. There it is, all over the place. Like, people are just not educated to know what that is and know that it's it's killing the native indigenous plant life tree life really really have to get that message out please look it up please let people know please get rid of it if you see it so i'm talking to the head of the park i don't know his name i can't remember his name uh, he's a cool dude. He's very nice. And his assistant. And I said, do you have a budget in place to purchase trees, native indigenous trees, and plant them? And the, the young woman he was with said, yes, we, in fact, we do. Talk so to Clark. I know who Clark is. See him all the time. So I see Clark and I flag him down and I say, hey, Clark, I talked to the groundskeepers And they said to ask you about purchasing new trees because I'm seeing a lot of stumps around here. I don't want to see tree stumps. I want to see gorgeous native indigenous trees. I want to see oaks. I want to see birch. I want to see pine, right? So he says, okay. I'm like, my mission, my my." topic of the day was planting trees. Now, my husband, who was with me during all of this, during all of me bringing this up, was biting his tongue, trying so hard to be quiet because unbeknownst to me, he had purchased and had planted 25 native indigenous trees in my name for Valentine's Day in New York State near us. And he didn't want to say anything because it was a surprise. 
So the whole day, Valentine's Day, I'm running around screaming to everybody, you got to plant native trees. And my partner, my best friend, who happens to also be my husband, had 25 native trees planted in my name that day. So he surprised me with that later. And he said, you have no idea how hard that was to do, how to, how to, to be quiet, because I wanted to surprise you. It was just the sweetest thing ever. been in contact with Clark and I contact the head of the parks department um, beyond him, his superiors. And I talked to them. And we also spoke about the issue of the Chinese lantern. And because they don't spray pesticides in public protected parks in here in New York, that's, that's one area where pesticides are not sprayed. He didn't really know how to get rid of the spotted lantern or manage it. So I said, listen, what I'm thinking is spiders and praying mantises. Praying mantises are no joke, right? Like they will eat their significant other after they have children. I think they will eat one another. I don't remember exactly the details, but you know, they don't fuck around. They just go to it. I have this feeling in my gut that praying mantises will be the answer. So I mentioned it to him. I go home, I look it up, and sure enough, I find information to support praying mantises, being a natural predator, and spiders for the spotted lantern. So I go back to Clark. I said, listen, let's flood the park with praying mantises. Look, maybe spiders, I don't know. You know, I'm fine with them. I, th- I think they're great. You know, they're a natural pesticide. I said, do it, Clark. You know, you could be, it could be a great news story. We'll flood this park with praying mantises to manage the spotter Spotern? Spotted lantern. It could be, I don't even have to, you don't even have to mention me. It could be all about you. Clark. Clark manages Spotern Lantern by introducing spiders and praying mantises to a park. You could, you would turn into Clark Kent. You'd be Superman. I, I, I don't need, I don't need the recognition for it. What's, what's recognition anyway? You can't put that in the bank. 
It's just something to stroke the ego, right? That's all it is. And I don't, I don't need that. I'm trying to keep my ego in check lately. I'm very, I'm very aware of it. lot of things. I'm aware that I'm a fixer. And, um, you know, I was born that way. I was born into a very dysfunctional, toxic, abusive situation. And because I was born a fixer, when I was very, very little, I thought I could fix things. You know, with my Parents would have these knockdown, drag out fights all night in the middle of the night with dishes, glass shattering, and cars screeching and screaming. I would get in the middle of it and wind up getting injured because I thought I could fix things. I thought if I showed up and they saw me, they would come too and care, and wake up, and see how they were acting, and see how was it affecting their their child. But no, what would happen was I would get in the line of fire and injured. Three, four, five, six, seven. I mean, I would, I had bruises and glass shards go into my leg and, you know, it didn't work. It didn't work. What what happened was I bear the scars of being a fixer. And it's something I really do have to be mindful of now because I had somebody reach out to me from my past and, oh, I have, I'm suffering. Oh, this is going on. And I don't know where to live. And I feel bad about myself. And I am overweight. And I'm alone. And on and on and on. And so I have to catch my breath because what happens is my mind goes into fix-it mode. And it's like I get pulled in to the undertow of utilizing my time and energy to come up with solutions of how to fix. And it's so clear to me, like I'm so good at it. But let me tell you, 10 times out of 10, people who claim to want help or be fixed don't, don't really want to be fixed. Not really interested. They are interested in you giving them all your time and energy. They are certainly interested in that, but they're not interested in growth or change or anything you have to say. So I had to... Google or look up how to deal with a fixer type of personality, mentality, how to stop being a fixer. So I found this terrific article about it. When I was reading the article, something I found very useful and interesting was that if people truly 
want to fix their situations in their life, it's very empowering and healthy for them to be able to figure out how to do so. So in essence, stepping in and wanting to fix for them is not helpful. And it was a really great read. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm aware of it, which I'm, which I'm happy about. You know, I'm, I'm like a, a fixer in recovery. I have the awareness. I'm thrilled that my music is playing all over the world. And it's really funny that it's taking off now. All over the world. Countries in every corner of the world that I've never even heard of. And some I absolutely have heard of. And some just so surprising. How would they find my music? But they are. It's happening. And my husband reads me the statistics before I go to bed almost every night. And that's what I go to sleep to, him reading off how many plays my songs have had in the past day or two days or week, what countries around the entire world my songs are playing in. And and the list is so long that I just wind up falling asleep. And this is how I've been going to sleep. And It's the best feeling. That's the whole thing. Is sharing this music. That that's it. That's all it's about. So that's happening. It's playing on so many radio stations now, and uh, like the BBC, which was on my bucket list. Radio One, love it. I figured out how to end racism, so that's something that happened. Uh, it's, I got it. I just, I figured the whole thing out. I'll tell you about it next time. Sending love. Peace. So that's a wrap for the Let It Flow show. Thank you so much for listening and I hope you enjoyed it. I'm Alyssa Sequoia and until next time, take care. For more information about where to find me, go to alyssa360.com. That's A-L-Y-S-S-A 360.com. Much love and peace.